music we are here on this path we walk in this world of pointless fear filled with empty talk how is it we are here Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. Our guest this week is Catherine Harding. Is there a place where you stop and the rest of the world begins? Catherine Harding. I've lived 18 years with Douglas Harding and it was the most beautiful years of my whole life and well because there is no duality and in fact I never thought there were two of us. I always thought we were one and although his form has disappeared now I still feel we are one. Sixty years ago, he started. He started and he was looking desperately for who he really was at center. And he was, you know, he was an architect and a great designer. So he started by designing, drawing lots of kinds of mandalas with circles, peripheral circles, layers and the center. And he looked and he tried and he, and well, he was really determined to look for himself, to see by himself, because he had been brought up in a very narrow-minded Protestant sect where he had to believe what he was told to believe. And then he rejected all this and decided he would only go by what he saw by himself. And he wrote this famous book, which is called Look for Yourself. Well, it's not his first one. The first one was on having no head, because that's why when it all started, he suddenly realized that he could see absolutely everything around himself except his own head. And that instead of a head over his shoulders, he had the world. The whole world was here. He was the whole world. And, well, he wrote this wonderful chapter, which is the first chapter of on having no head. And then he saw that this immense gap that we are, in fact, aware gap, was our true essence, our true being. That's who we are. And from that time, he started trying to share this. And, of course, for about 14 years, I think, he told me, everyone thought he was mad. He was crazy. <laughs> He was going around saying, I'm not what I look like, you know. You see. <laughs> you, you see a little man with a head on top, a, a top notch, as he used to say. But for me here at Center, it's not like that at all. It's just wide space for you to happen in. <laughs> and But he found his first friends among dead people. <laughs> he found his first friends, which gave him some courage, among the first Buddhist Chan, the Chan Buddhist, 
like Wang Po, for example, who said, you know, he showed his little hat that he was traveling with. And Wang Po said, look at my little traveling hat. It looks small. But when I put it on, it covers the universe. And I encourage you to do the experiment. Take a hat, put it on, you will see that it covers the universe. First of all, he was asked to give a few lectures in London. And uh, then the young people at this time, it was uh, the beginning of the hippies, and the young people were looking for something new, different, who they really were. And they immediately took to him. So that's how it started. And then he devised, one after the other, he devised all these experiments. Because what is very special about Douglas is that it's very clear, very simple. It's facts. It's not words. It's not beliefs. It's really facts. It's things that you can see and perceive. So, in fact, I think he turned concepts which have been around for thousands of, of years, for centuries, the concepts of who we really are, into percepts, physical percept. And he devised these experiments. As I said, being an architect, he was very precise, methodical, and uh, not vague, you know, and wordy. He had to have a beginning, an end, a measurement, something clear, and that's what his experiments are. And something concrete. Concrete, exactly. What's going on when someone is caught up looking for enlightenment and is never, ever content with what is? Yeah, I see what you mean. We often, often see this, meet people like this. Well, I think it's just because they are mistaken about, it's a, it's a case of mistaken identity. In fact, that's all we are. We are all cases of mistaken identity until we suddenly wake up to who we really, really are. And so many of our friends, they still identify with what they think they are, what they think they are. As Huang Po again said, only fools believe in what they think. Wise men believe only what they are, what they, what they see, not what they think. And uh, unfortunately, most of our frere human, <laughs> our brothers, human beings, they believe what they think. We are this little person we've been told we are and we have to be this person in to a certain extent in society but without identifying entirely with this person and that is the obstacle we lock ourselves up in a prison which is a head concretely Douglas Farmer it's a head we believe we are a human being with uh, limits and uh, a head which means a mind 
in control, yes, and um, we are in a prison, in fact. Well, you know, as I already told you, when little, if you observe little children, they are not like that. They are wide open. They just give themselves as they are. They don't worry about being beautiful or being this or that. They, they just are wide open. But then, slowly, slowly, we want to perform. We want to be like all the others. And uh, also, we want to conform to the ideas that we have been given about ourselves. We think we are what the person we see in the mirror. Because everybody else has told us, look, this is who you are. Look, Catherine, in the mirror. That's Catherine. Well, this is crazy. How can I be... What is there in the mirror when who I am is here? It's crazy if you think about it. I've never seen this head anywhere else except in mirrors out there. So it's it's absolutely crazy. You've never seen you've never seen a cat, for example, looking at himself in the mirror and uh, arranging his whiskers <laughs> and thinking, oh, what a lovely cat I am, or my goodness, how ugly, how what an ugly cat I am. Oh, never. Oh, oh, oh my God, what's everyone going to think of me? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and children, it's the same. Children don't bother about people, what people will think of them. Until this fatal day when they end up identifying totally with this image. It's an image, only an image. And then it's like a prison that closes itself. They become prisoner of the head, in fact, and their mind and, and their conditioning and everything because I identify entirely with it. How does what I am depend on where I'm looking from? Because we've just described now about looking at who I am using the mind, which is what most of us do. But you suggest that that's not where you need to be looking from. No, certainly not. We need to be looking from the inside of us, zero centimeters of ourselves, you know. And for that, if you want, we can do this experiment by pointing. If we use our forefinger, it's very simple. I'll do it in a very simple way. You, your finger is a thing. If you look at your finger, it's a thing which is solid, which has a shape and colors. Yes. Okay, then you use your forefinger and you point at anything, anything around you, an object, another thing. Your finger being a thing will point at a thing, the wall or a table or a chair, whatever, a thing. And all these things are colored, they have a shape, they are solid, dense. And I could add, they are perishable because these things are born and die. Now change your object and point at, for example, your tummy. It's thing to thing. Your, your finger is a thing. 
as I describe it, with color, shape, and density, and your tummy also is the same, which is solid and has limits and colors and perishable, I'm afraid to say. <laughs> and then slowly bring your finger to point at what is above your shoulders, what is looking out of you, what you are looking out of. Now your finger is still seeing, but is your finger pointing at another thing? In the direction of your finger, can you see a thing now? All right, because your finger has color, hasn't it? And here you are colorless, aren't you? There is not a thing here, it's clear. Your finger has a shape. Here you are shapeless, aren't you? Don't believe what I say. You are the authority, the sole authority. Just test. I suggest when you point at what is above your shoulder, you will see that there is absolutely nothing, no thing and nothing. Absence of thing. Absence of color. Absence of shape. Absence of limits. If you look at what you're looking out of, I suggest, it's just pure, aware, clarity. Awake, wide awake. And not only wide awake, but wide open and without any boundaries. I suggest the space that you are here has no limits. No front ways, no, no back ways, no sideways, no limits. You know, there is a wonderful quote by Shakespeare. It's men, proud men, dressed in a brief authority, most ignorant of what is most assured, his glass crystal nature, like an angry ape, plays such tricks under high heavens that makes the angels weep. You see, most ignorant of what is most assured, most ignorant of what is most assured, his glassy essence plays such tricks under high heavens as to make the angels weep. Like an angry ape, I think it's very nasty against the apes. The glassy essence that Shakespeare had seen already is here, where you are, exactly where you are, where I am, where we all are. And the magic, already, the magic is that we all look out of the same glassy essence. What we are looking out of is the same for all of us. It's clear, pure, immaculate awareness. And this is why we are one. It's like it's the light. There is one light that lights up all of us and there are many lamps. But the light is one. The light we are all coming from is one. And that is so marvelous because when you go around the world, you see that all the people 
are coming out of the same light, the same essence, the same awareness. There are different manifestations, but we are one, ultimately, at the basis, we are one. We are not separate. Catherine, can we do now the experiment with the eyes closed? Okay, yes, why not? The eyes closed is an experiment for us to investigate what we really need to be ourselves, to be who we are, and what we don't need. Yes, it's a very good experiment. So, to do this, I'll ask you to sit comfortably, but not too comfortably, because I don't want to lose you in, <laughs> in sleep. So comfortably, but still, perfectly still. And then we close our eyes. Just look now. You are the authority. I'm going to suggest things, but please don't believe anything. You are the authority. You test it. The experiment has to be done trying to leave aside memory as much as you can, drop memory, expectations, imagination, thoughts. Just go by what is given to you on present evidence, all the time, on present evidence. See what is. Now, on present evidence, I am asking you, where are your boundaries? Do you have any boundaries now? Is there a place where you stop and the rest of the world begins? Can you find a shape? Do you have a shape now? A small solid shape? Or are you not limitless? Are you not infinite space? Awake, wide awake. You are the authority. How tall are you? How big are you? Can you find any limit? Are you not infinite capacity? Awake, aware? In this infinite aware space, lots of things happen. For example, there are sensations going on. 
sensations coming, sensations going, warmth, pressure, little bit of itching, discomfort, or on the contrary, very comfortable. So these sensations come and go, but you are not the sensations because the space, the aware space that you are doesn't change. It's unchangeable, unchanging. It's only the sensations that change. You have sensations. You are not the sensations. And everything is sensation. Then, in this infinite space, there are sounds coming and going. You can hear sounds, like this voice, for example. And just as well, the sounds are coming and going. They are being born, they develop, and they die. They are coming out of the void and disappear in the void. But they have appeared in you, in your space, in the space that you are. And at that time, this space has another name, it's silence, it's called silence. You are that silence. You see, the sounds have gone and you have not changed. You are unchanging. You are infinite, clear, transparent, aware, unchanging. It's wonderful capacity, isn't it? And then you are also capacity for thoughts, of course. Thoughts are coming, arising from the void, developing, disappearing, with feelings and emotions attached to the thoughts. But again, you have thoughts. You are not your thoughts. You are just capacity for them. You are like a screen, an infinite screen, clear, immaculate, on which lots of films are shown. Sensations, sounds, thoughts, feeling, emotions, events, all this comes and goes. But you, like the screen that you are, never change, remain immaculate, untouched, imperishable. Because there is no thing. The screen, the space is empty. There is not a thing here. 
except clarity, clear awareness, which is not a thing. Now, can you find any signs of this, of a, of, of, of a personality, for example, on President's present evidence now? What is your nationality? What is the color of your skin? You have no evidence of it, do you? What's your name? What's your age? You are ageless. It's timeless. This awareness is timeless. What's your address, your profession, your phone number, all these things that we have accumulated all along our life? Are they given now? Are these things given now? Are you left just with who you really, really, really are? Can you say, I am this or I am that right now? Or what is left to you? Is it not simply, I am? Are we not left with just And I am is arising constantly from the mystery, the unfathomable mystery, the void. Consciousness is arising constantly with no reason and no help at all from the void. And this is what we are and who we are, forever and ever, this aware I am that goes on and on and on in time and space, in which we are absolutely one. The forms are many. The awareness that we are is one and unchanging and clear, transparent, immaculate, wide open. I suggest that's what you are. Now it's for you to, to say, it's you are the authority. So now we can open our eyes and let the world appear in our awareness again, all the colors, the forms, but we still remain I am, the infinite awareness for the world to happen in.
You have been listening to the Urban Guru Cafe. The Urban Guru Cafe is produced in Australia. Thank you.